Welcome back to the Broncos Avenue Podcast. It's your host, Samir, with my coach, Jordan. And as you can tell, a very special guest in today's episode and Broncos defensive lineman, Deshaun Williams. He's back on the podcast. Very excited to have you on today. How, how, how's everything going, Deshaun? It's going good, man. You know, off season, you know, um, packing, packing, leaving, going back south just for the off season to train and awesome. you know, watching a couple playoff games, which has been good this year. <laughs> Last year it wasn't too good. People getting blowed out. <laughs> so this year's been pretty good watching. Yeah, uh, Deshaun, I just want to say um, to start off, man, I'm a big fan, man. I was so happy that Denver, you know, brought you back, you know, a few years ago. And I'm, I'm just glad that you're in the rotation because we needed more interior defense alignment. And, man, you you balled out this season, man. I just want to say good work, man. No, I appreciate man. Like, like stuff like that, man, I appreciate y'all for real, man. Because, um, like I said, we, we kind of like family. You know, y'all seen me grow in front of y'all eyes each year. And then uh, hopefully, you know, we can keep that going, you know, entering free agency. You know, we'll we see how that goes. But, man, I really – Broncos country, man, I really do appreciate y'all, man, for real. Yeah. Uh, it's great having you back on. Uh, I know the third episode where we started this podcast, just our third episode we had you on, uh, and that was just like a – it was kind of crazy. Shit just, around. Uh, kind of like – What around. was it? It's around this time too, getting ready for um not that's no, crazy. Yeah, it's around this time. Yeah. I appreciate it. so hopefully yeah. good news in, in a couple of months, man. Yeah, I really I'm really hoping for it. We got uh you got really you got probably two of your biggest fans here. We're we're always talking about you on here. Um yeah, so uh, speaking of this season, obviously not the way uh you know Broncos country, you know, the, you know, Broncos in general hoped for the season to go. Uh, but certainly on the defensive side, you guys finished like literally top five, top three in the overall defense. Um, it's pretty insane what you what you guys were able to do, you know, producing on the field, uh, you know, week in and week out. And, you know, me and Jordan talking every week going down the stretch like, man, this defense, like offense, they can string together, you know, some, you know, below average performances and the defense will still go out there just after only being on the bench for like, what what is it, three plays and boom, they're already back out there just balling, making plays. Um, but so overall, how would you kind of, you know, grade how you progressed throughout the season and kind of how the team, uh, you know, performed as a whole this year? Um, Like you said, man, I, first and foremost, I'd just say, man, like obviously, you know, the season didn't go as how we wanted, man. I think I think it hurt the most because just so much hype was building to it. You know, we finally yeah we got our guy that we needed that was just like the missing piece. And then you know injuries happen again, and you know it's like a broken record. You know, every year it's like oh we can stay healthy, we can stay healthy, and I'd be damned we wasn't healthy. We didn't have a four like especially on offense side we didn't have a full roster. And, you know, the injuries on defense, you know, towards the end of the season. But I'd probably say, man, you know, minus the record, man, I really, like, towards the end of the season, you can see, like, people just just really just said F it, and we're just going to play for each other. And mm-hmm. uh, I'd probably say our grade, probably like a C minus. You know, it's it's some games, I, um, in particular, I know on defense, you know, um, we could have won ugly like we did the San Fran game. We could have did that the whole – the whole year and I think it got to a point where like you said it was musical chairs and we just got kind of tired like the debacle the Christmas game I think that pretty much you know we was just fed up <laughs> people were just like sick of this um and 
But man, defense, I can say like we can control, we control. You know, we we can't play offense yeah. on defense, and that would have helped probably a lot. But that's one area we didn't do good at was like scoring on defense. But you know, um, you know, it it it, it is what it is. You know, um, I think minus all the BS that we went through, you know, with the coaching change and the and the towards the end of the season, which we felt like he we should let Hackett just ride it out. You know, you know what I mean. But I feel like it, as a as a man, I feel like we we did that. You know, we 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 had some into that into that, into that firing man. I, and I feel bad for Hackett, man, because he was a great guy. You know, we didn't like I said that thing in Christmas. We didn't help. We didn't help at all. You know, just with all the penalties, and it looked like he couldn't control the team, and that wasn't the case. And I hate that for him. But um, he was a great guy. But um, like I said, on defense, I think it was just Coach E, man. Coach E is a great DC role. Like for him to do what he did for his first year, and then the the pieces that they brought in with Coach Dixon, uh, Coach B, uh, uh, Bird, shoot Dom. You know, a lot of people don't give Dom uh, a lot of credit. He was behind the scenes that made everything work. And the guys that we had on defense, I think we just bought in. And it was and it was a great thing to see some games like we went out there like un, unstoppable, and um, you know hopefully, you know how it is at the end of the year the team is not always the same but hopefully we can keep some of those pieces on defense together because like you can see the defense is only gonna get better. Um, you know, Deshaun, I just want to kind of get into um the main thing that I talked about the defense all year, which is you know that you guys was you know, remain consistent the whole season, you know, didn't matter, you know, kind of like what Amir said, it didn't matter that you guys went out there, you know, three and out, y'all just kept playing hard, you know, how tough is it, you know, week by week, you know, especially going into the game, knowing that you guys are going to probably be on the field, you know, majority of the game, you know, I, I just want to know how hard it is, you know, game plan and that going into a game. Um, I think it's just, it was just more so not like a game plan. Cause you some shoot some games like the chiefs, the second chiefs game, uh, even the first one, when we came back, um, the offense held the clock. You know, we can catch our breathing, things like that. Um, I think just winning in every game, we just wanted to be dominant, no matter how many players that we played. Um, shoot, like I said, E, like E was that was was the captain. You know, and we just buy by his rules and whatever he said. You know, he got our attention, and I think he knew what type of defense he had. And um, I think the guys. It showed, you know, it showed our character. You know, we wasn't pointing the finger at anybody on offense. You know, it was just shoot. It was, like I said, the Ravens game, uh, that was on us. You know, we had to stop them. They drove us and scored, and that's on us. If we want to be a good defense, like we say we want to be, you know, we got to end the game like that. But, um, no, nah, man, I think it's just a testament of everybody that came in. I think a, a lot of people didn't know, you know, like, um, like Alex. He came in and just killed it. You know what I mean? Starting. And then him and Josie were like freaking frat. They always hang. Yeah. But then um, when Dre went down, my play stepped up. Um, John Harris came in and balled out when he did. Um, like you like I said, man, we had a bunch of injuries. Um, my guy, um, what's number thirty five name that came in the last game versus Chargers and killed it. Built it like that's what I'm saying. Like, so it's like a lot of they built that defense knowing what we had. And like I said, it was a testament to Coach E. Um, yeah, I just I just wanted to ask, like you talk about um, Coach E, 
Um, and then also Marcus Dixon, kind of like how specifically did the, those two coaches like have an impact on your season this year? Because all across the board, you everybody could look at it statistically. You had the best season of your career. Yeah. And so it, it kind of showed down the stretch one, uh, once Draymond got hurt. Um, you kind of like you said, you stepped up and had to, uh, you know, string together some really good games. The Cardinals game was really cool to see you ball out there, um, you know, on TV. Um, but yeah, how, how do those two coaches really play a big factor in your game uh, in the 2022 season? Um, I say starting with OTAs, um, Coach E pretty much laid the foundation down because both of those coaches went to Super Bowl. They went to the Super Bowl and won it, so they know what it takes. And then, um. I think he he just he just laid the uh, foundation down, and you know was nobody going was wasn't nobody bigger than than the defense. He made sure that like I don't care if he was a Justin Simmons or a Bradley Chubb at the time on our team or a Randy, like everybody he treated everybody the same. And um, as a player that's going into this league, that's all you can ask for is respect. Don't treat nobody higher than better than what they is or lower than nobody. Like oh the practice squad guy, he treated everybody with respect. And then um, Coach Dixon, I say he helped my game tremendously because he broke down like formations, like there's only certain way they can block this type of front that we in. Like the front structures that he game plan each week was amazing. Then me, I say it didn't click till the I probably after the Tennessee game because me, you would think I play inside, but I was an end playing shit. That's like any, that's any position. He's six six. I'm six one playing this end, and a lot of people don't understand. Like three four, that end position is you got to play B gap all the way to C, and that's tough. And then I think it didn't click until the middle of the season, and I bought in. Like he always said, we're not going to cheat the process. We ain't going to rush it. And I think towards the end of the season, I hate that Dre got hurt, but it showed what I could really do, and I bought in. And you know, playing different position, being versatile, and. Me, I really say having DJ Jones, like my best friend, like next to me, up the lot. And then not only me having um, career high shit, Mike Purcell, he had career highs. Oh, yeah, beast. So it's, it's a lot of people that bought in to what we was doing, and then it just it just paid off, man. And I really hope somehow, some way, like I said, we can all stay here, man, because it's only going to get better, bro. Like, I can, like, I can say that because – Russ not gonna like like I said these G, the GM these owners and Russ they're not gonna they not gonna have us having five and twelve seasons uh, each year so something gonna give man I just hope the DM be here when that changes. Yeah, um, Deshaun, um, if you were to stay, which I really want you to stay in Denver, um, what's the head coach you know candidate right now that you think would be probably best for the team? Um, man, uh, somebody I probably somebody that can just come in and. Just, just lead, you know. Um, you know what I mean? Cause hold everybody accountable. That's why I say um, we all know um, what was going on. You know, offense wasn't doing, you know, up to par. We thought, yeah. but you know what I mean. I think we need a coach that's going. You know what I mean? That's going to have that alpha mentality. That's going to come in there when things ain't going right. Offense, defense, those special teams, going that thing and like, hey. You need to get your stuff together because I've been I've been in some rooms where if you didn't do your job, you out. And I think a lot of people got kind of too comfortable, you know. Um, and and I think I don't see that happening uh, this year coming in the season because I think everybody knows like the pressure because when you don't do your job, you know you gone. 
And then our our coach was gone mid, like towards the end of the season. So I just felt like everybody just got to go in and who I would want. I'm not going to say that because I I feel like whoever they would pick is going to be great no matter what, because I think, I think everybody knows like we have to win. Like we, we was not that, we was not that far behind uh, versus chiefs, both games. Um, Chargers, you know, we split one and one. We should have won the one, uh, the night game in LA, and then the Raiders. I don't know what it is. No, I know what it was. It was Jacobs. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jacobs was, he was a man amongst boys, man, this season. So you know, credits to him. But we got to find a way to win the division. Win the division in the playoff. That's yeah. point here. So we just got to take care of that. And we haven't been winning the division games since well, since 2015s. So we got to find a way somehow to to get that role. Yeah, what what is it with Jacobs? Because all the Broncos country is always like, man, this is he's becoming one of the Broncos slayers, yeah. and it's just like over the years he's putting up. I'm just, like, it's almost like he's always putting up 100 plus rushing yards every time he plays us. Mm-hmm. But what what is it, like what? I'm assuming that last game you guys really were game planning uh, against him. Yeah. But what do you? What is kind of the defense thinking about Josh Jacobs and how to stop him? His his running style is different. You know, like when people be like, yeah. oh, Henry or or a bigger back. Like, them the ones, you know, if you play guys, you got to stop them before they let them get going. And I mm-hmm. want easy, but if you can get penetration, you can stop them because they can't really cut as much. But with Jacobs, his running style is crazy. He can get to point A to point B quick. He can, like, he can shake you. He can run through you. He can catch. And I think he put all that together this year. I, um, I think half had to be they didn't pick up his fifth year. And he went out there and I hate that, you know, they should have paid him. They should have picked up his fifth year and we got him for cheaper, but now they got to pay him whatever he want because if he don't care, mm-hmm. I ain't mad if he ain't <laughs> <laughs> go somewhere else and, you know, raise hell in some other division. But, no, nah, I think he just stepped up his game because, you know, he, he, he ran angry and it showed and we wasn't the only team that got it. So that's why I'm not feeling bad. Yeah, um, I just got. I, I want to shift towards uh, to today a little bit. Um, you know, everybody been watching the playoffs. Um, who do you have today? Uh, Cowboys, Niners. Yeah, Cowboys, Niners, and Bengals and the uh, the Bills. I love San Fran. Um, I still don't know how we won that game. Uh, how they, <laughs> hey, how they still. I I be thinking about it every other day. I'm like, how do we beat San Fran? They, they man, Shanahan got them boys. Uh, it's I, like they're playing better with uh, Purdy yeah, than yeah. Jimmy G. It's not too many people that can play that brand of ball against them, that physical all four quarters, because nine times out of ten, by that, that second half, they're going to run away. They're going to pull away. Adding McCaffrey was a huge plus. Um, he's great for that offense. You know, him, Debo, you know, Big Trent. It's like it's whoever they put in, you know, that's a well-oiled machine. That offense is going to do what they do. They defense is, man, flying. Shutting the run down, rushing the pass. You know, you got Bosa probably should be the MVP. Um, you know, they linebackers with Fred Warner. They secondary where everybody is. Is I like I like San Fran, and is that San Fran too? So I like that. Uh, Buffalo Bills. I mean, Buffalo Bills and the Bengals. Uh, oh man, oh, oh man, be a good one. But if, oh man, I like the Bengals. Ooh, like that's the, what I said too. I, I like the Bengals just because 
they can say what they want about they O line and this man got sacked last year nine times and they won. <laughs> if you see somebody get sacked that many times, you think, yeah, the ball game is over. No, they won. And then I think the Chiefs will want Buffalo to win because if they got to see the Bengals, I don't know what it is. The Bengals had a number. I don't yeah. know what it is. That that man is three and no versus Mahomes. I don't so if if the Bengals if the Bengals win, they go into the Super Bowl and it's gonna be the Bengals versus the 49ers. I, yeah, I'm a I'm a big fan of the I'm a big fan of the Bengals. That's why I want going to the bowl. But I wouldn't mind the I wouldn't mind the Bills taking down the Chiefs either and Vaughn potentially getting another ring. Yeah. Um sure. Uh so going back to the topic of coaches, I gotta ask. Um so in our last uh podcast together, we talked a lot about Bill Kolar. Mm -hmm. Um and then obviously he uh retired. Um, you know, I I assume you knew uh, some at some point before the season ended, but that's when we figured out, you know, he was retiring. But what was your kind of initial uh, reaction to that? Someone who, um, you know, obviously, you, you know, you raved about and talked about how much he's meant to your uh, pro football career. Yeah, um, you know, having somebody um, that's been my D-line coach since 2018. And then you could tell it was just, you know, his health. You know, he's getting older. Um, uh, I think that last game of that 2021, um, he didn't coach. Um, he was just on the sideline, so you could tell he was and yeah. he was he was enjoying his grandkids. You know, he um he did what he had to do. You know, he'd been coaching for dang forty years plus. So, yeah. um, you know, seeing that, um, seeing him like retire, like you said, and um, not knowing who he was gonna get, and then um, when we heard that we was getting Coach Dixon, um, you know, you had some because it was his first year. You know, he never coached, but um, like I said, he coached the best defense alignment in in the game with Aaron Donald. So to get nuggets from him and how AD prepare and we ran the same defense, um, he came in and like you said, uh, I had my personal best year. Mike had his personal best. John Harris, uh, if Dre wouldn't have got hurt, he would have probably like ten sacks or whatever the case may be. Um, he, like before, before the trade of Chubb, you know, everybody like the D line was. That wasn't the weak link of the defense. And, um, you know, um, he came in and, like I said, Coach Dixon, for his first year, he did tremendous, like, tremendous work for us, man. And he got any going towards the end of the year. Uh, Matt, you know, the two rookies, you know, man, he, mm -hmm. he's a great coach, man. Wherever he go, I hope he stays. Wherever he go, um, I know he's going to be with Coach E. Those two going to be next to each other, and he's going to be wonderful, man. And I love, I love Coach Dixon, man. He's great. Yeah, um, I want to talk about uh, Coach, Ever you know, Coach Everett for a second. Um, what would you say was the biggest uh, difference between him and Vic Vangio? Um, he learned from Vic, which is uh, he was the same friend with Vic. Um, I personally, it was just he was just younger. You know, he um coached everybody. You know, Vic was just more, you know, more of he was like that. That how can I say old school. Old school, yeah, you know, you can have two sacks. He'll just look at you like, <laughs> all right, do it again. <laughs> you know, E, you know, E, he he got on when he needed to. Um, but when you did good, he wasn't ashamed of hyping you up. You know, when you got your coach rooting for you, that as a player, that gives you the utmost confidence. You know, if you was a new guy coming in, Coach E didn't look at you as um like as a guy just coming in for his first game, I um I give you a story um when we played the Chargers the first game, and um Damari you know they was throwing flags at him left right left right left yeah. right 
And then Coach E at halftime told me, like, I'm not taking you out. So you just keep playing. And I feel like as a rookie, as a like if you hear that from your coach, he's saying that he's trusting in you no matter how bad like it's going, I think that gives him the most confidence. And you look how DeMar played right after that game. After really after that game, he shut he shut stuff down. And I think mm -hmm. that gave him confidence. So no, Coach E, man, he's just a leader, man. And like I said, man, like if he is a head coach somewhere, man, they they got a great one. And if he's a DC back here, which I hope. Uh, man, it's gonna be great. Yeah, Damari, dude, he's a baller. I gotta get his his jersey soon. He mm -hmm. he's a real deal, and he's a fourth yeah. round rookie. I've been telling people constantly, like you don't see a rookie, you don't see a rookie play this damn good down a yeah. whole season, especially when he's on the field so much. So yeah, yeah uh, he's, he's a baller. He, between him and Pat, you know, on one side, it's gonna be it's gonna be real nice. Uh, shoot, he still. When we played the Colts game, you know, he could have ended it with the pick, but, you know, he still beats himself up about that. It just shows how much he cares. And I guess that's all Pittsburgh guys, you know, with him, K1, you know, uh, them guys are just grinding. They play football. That's what it is. They play football. Um, Yeah, so another question I wanted to ask you, um, you know, kind of going throughout the season, you know, what was, you know – Obviously, you know, money and everything like that. But what was the key motivation for you to, you know, just keep going? You know, like you said, after um, Dre went down, you know, Bradley Chubb got traded and all like that. What was just your main motivation throughout the season? Um, probably say, like, first of all, my son, uh, uh, Titan, he he was born in February. So I know, like, I got to get it no matter what. And plus, uh, you know, my wife, she was going through a lot of things, a lot of hospital visits, a lot of back and forth. You know, with the baby, you know, her, like, being with him all day. I'm not home as much, coming home, seeing how tired she is and knowing that I have to balance the two. Um, And, when, like I said, when Dre got hurt, it was more so, like, all right, I got to show them why they brought me back here for a reason. And because, um, you know, Dre, quote, unquote, was the pass rush guy inside. And then um, when he got hurt, he pretty much told me, like, hey, you got to, you got to step it up a little bit more. You know, I know you just play the run, but you got to get it, like, get out to the pass. So it kind of gave me, uh, Coach Dixon gave me that green light to just go, just do you, you know. Um, and then having Dre being a bug in my ear, giving me some tendencies and things like that. Because I say that Arizona game, that's when it clicked with the sacks and stuff. Well, I had two versus the Ravens. Then it just happened to be a televised game, so people saw it. But, um, no, nah, we stayed up, man, uh, a lot of hours, man, Dre just watching films, getting feedback. And then after that, I found something that clicked, you know, and then um, we just stuck with it until the, the end of the season and, that, and it paid off. But, um, yeah, man, it was just, you know, Dre got hurt. So I just pick up my game and I'm glad that I did at the right time because now I'm heading to free agency. You know, you, you got a little good little mojo about you and see who really wants you. And, you know, the film don't lie. So we'll see how it goes. For sure. Um, so I, I got to ask about Russell Wilson and everything this season. Um, it was definitely one of the most like roller coaster years of his entire yeah. you know football career. Yeah. Um, you, you know, even dating back all the way to Wisconsin. Yeah. Um, what what were you kind of what was kind of like the locker room standpoint and just how you guys were perceiving everything, all the media criticism and hate and everybody going after his family and yeah. you know, week after week where he's just working his tail off and yeah. nothing's really, you know, you know, you know, 
scoring touchdowns on offense not that much. Nothing really came together until the last few weeks. Yeah. What, what was your kind of standpoint on that in the locker room? No, nah, man, I say um, can't nobody question his work ethic. I, I can say that. Everybody knows that he buys into his craft and things like that. And then, um, like I said, when the injuries happen, man, it kind of just, you know, people, like, thought that he can just change a lot of things. And I think it was a lot deeper than just Russ. You know, it was stuff just going yeah. on that side that a lot of people didn't see. Like, even we don't know. We just – you know, just to, like, when people was, you know, bashing his character, bashing his, like, you know what I mean, what is he doing outside of football, you know, his social life and things like that, I think at the end of the day, it brought us together so much closer. Um, like I said, man, when uh, them last two games, I think you could see, like, oh, it's clicking together. And I hate that I wait to that long, but I think, um, like I said, when we got him, people just automatically thought Super Bowl. They was like Super Bowl, nothing, Super Bowl, nothing. And I mean, we used to have conversations to be like, man, it's going to take time. And then, you know, me, I'm like, especially on defense, like, we playing so good. You're like, man, we ain't trying to hit it. We're trying to win right now because we don't know how this team going to be. Like, a lot of people sign one year deals on defense. And, you know, but he was right. You know, um, like I said, I got, I got a feeling this year, this season, this 2023 season, it's going to be way better, way better. And I think. It helped, like like I said, the record was was the record, but as a team, it brought everybody so much together because we see when our teammates getting bashed every day on TV. Like every time we, every time you cut on ESPN, it's I rushes, da 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 da, the Broncos, and da 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 da. And I think yeah. we shut people up, and we just got tired of it, and we just like, all right, so y'all bashing him, all right, we're gonna show how much we really care because you don't like to see somebody. At the end of the day, yes. We're judged off wins and losses. But you don't want to see one of your teammates, man, just get bashed every day. And I and I can only imagine how much of a toll that took on him because, you know, he's a su- successful quarterback, you know. And I like you said, this is his first time ever probably going through some, some adversity like how it was. And then so it just brought us close. And then I know, shit, he probably working out right now. Ain't no telling what he's doing. So, uh, no, nah, I mean, sure. it just brought us closer, man, like a – I do know for a fact next uh, this twenty twenty three season won't be how it was this past season. Um, yeah, I want to tie into the offense a little bit. Um, you know, a lot of people don't really know who he is, which is still kind of surprising. But I just want to talk about how big you know was the Tim Patrick injury, you know, to the whole team and the whole Florida offense. No, it was huge. Um, because you know, um, like I said it, uh, I said it prior prior weeks ago. Like, man, he is like the 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 alpha you know of that offense you know like he he has that defensive mentality like he gonna talk he gonna talk his talk and if he make a play on you he gonna block he gonna, he gonna do the dirty work he gonna you know what I mean that that can, them contexted uh, uh, catches that he make you know um, when you need a big play he's gonna make it I don't like he just man. I think that's that undrafted uh, mentality that he has. And then, you know, to lose him, you can see, like, when he got hurt in camp, the life kind of went like, damn. Like, uh, and then when Javante got hurt, like, it was just just a snowball effect. You know, KJ, KJ was coming along, and then he got hurt. And then it's like, damn, like, we can't, like, Tim make things go. Like, Tim was that big brother in that room 
Like, you got him in court. You know, KJ is going to follow suit. Judy, you know, Judy balled out this year. So, man, it's just – man, it's just one of them things. I hate that, you know what I mean? Injuries are the part of the game, but I hate that it has to be with this team every year. You know, like every camp of the season, like somebody's being hurt, like season, like season-ending injury. So, I hate that. Yeah, so that kind of – I want to ask – what so I saw a lot of people talk a lot of people talking yesterday, like when Mahomes got injured and he comes right back and it got reported this morning that he had a high ankle sprain. Mm-hmm. It seems like that Chiefs team, they're every year it's like almost no injuries for their star players, but every year we, we just suffer from like yeah. you know, Javante Williams, uh Judy, KJ Hamler, mm-hmm. Tim Patrick, Garrett Bowles, and the list goes on and on and on and on. We had the most um, you know, you know, salary cap on the IR this season, like by far, like blew the second team, yeah. second close team out of the water. Like, what what do you kind of what do you guys like think about that? Like, what what is kind of any reason to you know explain this issue? Yeah, um, me personally, I can't really like point a finger at like who who's yeah. at like some of these injuries may just be freak at like just freak injuries like um like Tim's was just. He high pointed the ball. He made a cut. Knee gave out. So it was like I don't know. It wasn't a contact. It's like some freak stuff. Javante happened in the game. He said he felt it when he jumped over somebody. Freak accident. So I don't like me, man. Ah, shoot, bro. I really couldn't tell you, man. Like that. It's like between like you know what I mean to the people inside or the training or the I don't know. Like it's. I never been a part of. I never seen it like this much. You know, like you say, you get like a brain come back a week or two or whatever. But it's a playoff game, so he, you know, he's a true leader, and he pretty much knows if he don't play, it probably don't go as good as they as they. Mm-hmm. Jacksonville was putting up a great fight. If they didn't fumble, who knows what would happen? So, um, not have but but having him out there, that Mahomes out there, it just you can't really tee off on him. Cause he can still make the throws in the pocket, but what he do best is, you know what I mean? Getting out of pocket, extending plays and things like that. But hopefully, you know what I mean? Um, I know George, uh, he's working on that right now. I know he's going to fix that, whatever the case may be that needs to be fixed in house. And I know he's going to get it done. Yeah. Um, you know, going into my homes and everything like that, you know, if you can, can you give me a list? I'll say of the, um, can you give me a list of like, I'll say the, I'll say top five, you know, best quarterbacks that, you know, you've played in your career so far. Um, Mahomes won because he could just do some things that is not even scripted. Like that pass versus the first, just that shit was crazy. I'm like, all right, like, damn. <laughs> even when he batted the ball, he caught it and ran. I'm like, who the hell? I'm like, come on. Dude, dude is just, he's talented, but damn, all the stars are lined up for him. Um, I didn't get to play against him as much, but it was just a preseason. That first drive, he diced up. Uh, uh, freaking um, my dog, Allen, for Buffalo. Just because he's so big and he has a cannon of an arm. I will say that. Like, he – and in that offense, you know, he doesn't force anything. You know, um, when he does run, you know, it's a damn near another run. You got to tackle him. You know what I mean? Because he's he's not looking to get out of bounds. He's looking to like lower his shoulder against you. Um, quarterbacks that we played, um, man, I didn't play against him, but it was 2018. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, he was 
it was it was good to see him uh, just up front and close. You know, you hear the stories, you hear the like, all right, is how he controls the, like the field. Um, uh, that's three. Uh, shoot, who did we play? That was good. Who else? That was good. Um, I like Justin Herbert. I like him. Like like him. He they gonna throw the ball at least sixty times a game. I already know <laughs> what that's gonna be. Um. I played against Tom, but that was against Tom. You know, his it wasn't like the Tom of the New England. So yeah. I can't. A, um, it's crazy because it's becoming a new era. It's it's a new generation of quarterbacks. Dang. So um. Shoot. Would you put Would you put Lamar up there? Yeah. He got hurt. So okay. it damn. But he did throw a ball versus twenty twenty one. He launched up. And to, uh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. To, to Hollywood, to yeah. Hollywood. Damn, I'm like, he can't throw. <laughs> <laughs> he can't throw. Okay, no. Um, so I take. Okay, I take. Me, this is me. This is my personal. List. I take Aaron Rodgers off. I put Mahomes, Allen, Joe Burrow, because he did some things versus um, Lamar, and then Justin. But I also put Trevor in there too. Cause Trevor, he's oh. hey Trevor, he man, like he, he just have that competitive it, like that ran yeah. that run saw last night when he ran Buddy over on the sideline. It was you shot that oh, he yeah. won. And obviously, I put Russell up there, but I'm not playing against him. So, um, but yeah, that'd be that'd be my five right there for sure. Um, and a lot of people don't give Derek Carr a lot of credit. He's he's a good quarterback too, but um. Not to not to be like, oh, Deshaun left out such and such. No, he's a great quarterback. <laughs> that'd be that'd be Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, Al, uh, Lamar, and you could put Herbert and uh, Trevor in that. Which team do you in the AFC West? Do you kind of you see on that schedule and you're like, damn, I can't wait to you know get in, get in the trenches and get after this quarterback, or just you really hope you can get the W against them, whether it's the Chiefs, Raiders, or Chargers. Chargers, ooh, Chargers, <laughs> Chargers. Um, um, and after that, it'd be Mahomes. It's just like I don't know what it is when we play the Chiefs, but we have a number. But we just can't win, so it irritates like the. Oh yeah, we played them like, like when they was running the ball, number ten was going crazy. I'm like they ain't do that versus us. I'm like, but we can't never beat them. But we played them out of any teams. We played them the hardest. Like we'll have a lead. We came back from twenty. From twenty seven, like, <laughs> yeah. If anybody else playing them too, they probably gonna score like fifty. Yeah, we mm-hmm. like we have we just have their number and we just can't get over that hump. And hopefully, you know, what I mean, something something to happen this season. But I probably say them the two for sure. Uh, I played in the AFC North and that gets grimy. But since I've been here the past five years, I say Chiefs and the Chargers for sure. Um. Yeah. So. I just want to ask you about uh, Patrick Sertan. You know, um, the jump he made from year one to year two was huge. But I will say, you know, him coming to the league, it's kind of like what Von Miller said. Von Miller said him and Jerry Judy are the only guys that, you know, they came into the league and they was already second-year vets. You know what I'm saying? Like that. So um, if you can just kind of tell us, you know, what he goes through and how he just, you know, make that big jump going from his rookie year to second year. Um, Seeing Pat, man, bro, it's it's scary. Because, like I said, it's only year two. and He's a damn near playing like he's an all-time vet like he like he's gonna be a hall of famer 
one day. Um, you can see it. His um, I think his pops having his pops play in the league, and obviously his pops coached him throughout all till college. It's been tremendous, man. Seeing him like his preparation um, when he first came in, because a lot of rookies, you know, they play football, just go home and you know whatever, stay up late at night, play video games and stuff like that, and all. Like he is a true crafty. Like he, he like um this year, you know, I seen him like you know doing the extra work, watching extra film. Uh, when we not having our periods, he's working his uh his like fundamentals, his steps, his like his post whatever thing they do like he really takes football serious and then to see that and then it's not surprising the success that he's having um i know it was a couple of games he was kind of frustrated because they weren't targeting him and like that but um i think the one the one aspect of his game that took tremendous was tackling um his first year you know he wasn't tackling as great uh but his second year man like he was like he was coming down hitting and you know, a guy that big, you know, um, you know, he gonna he gonna he gonna hit you when he need to, and he also gonna shut shut a lot of things down on that side, man. But no, nah, having him, man, it's man, it, you can you can sleep at night, you know, you got that that side of the that side of the field, that side of the field taken care of, yeah. yeah. Having Jay Sims back there, K Jack, like I said, man, our defense, man, oh man, we yeah. Yeah, man, our defense was something special, man. Yeah, the, his football IQ is off the charts. You watch yeah. the Raiders game going up against Devontae, the first one. Oh, yeah. He'll literally, yeah, he'll flip his hips in the, like the matter of seconds, knowing it's a comeback round. He's got eyes in the back of his head. Ran the he route. immediately gets PBU. Yeah, it was crazy. He ran the route. Just like he knew the route was coming. That was crazy. And somebody like that big, spinning, fluent hips, breaking on the ball like that, you don't see that too often, man. Yeah. No, I, I was gonna say in the the first time y'all played the Chargers, and I think yeah, Keenan Allen was out, and he had to guard Mike Williams. You know, I want to know is is Pat like a big talker? You know, during the game like that, because I he shut Mike Williams down. He don't he don't talk much, but when he feeling it, you see, you get he get that look in his eye. You could tell he'd be like, he get that look <laughs> in his eye. Then um, you know, he he he'll make a play or two, and somebody start chirping. But half the time, it don't even be somebody talking junk to him. It'd be K Jack. Get him, <laughs> KJ be talking, <laughs> and then that's ain't no KJ get the whole defense ready, and then that's ain't no the Justin Simmons come in. A lot of people don't understand. Hey, Jay Sims talk a lot of shit. He do. <laughs> people, people don't, people don't uh, realize that he got an on and off switch. And when it's football time, he, you know, the polite Jay Sims, the the family man, the guy that's in these commercials, they ain't the same guy. <laughs> Yeah, he, he you could tell when he gets those picks and he's at an away stadium, he'll oh. go straight to the crowd and shut them up. Hey man, I'm telling you, we got a lot of characters on that defense. Now Pat Pat's not real talkable. When you get him going, and then like the first game we played the Raiders and he wore that ski mask, I said, Oh yeah, I know. What <laughs> yeah, he going oh, in. He going on with the black force mentality. The black forces. So yeah, no man, Pat, man, he Man, I can't speak. Oh man, like I said, it ain't just him, man. It's everybody on the defense, man. I just hate that we didn't execute enough because I know if we was in the playoffs, especially if we had home field advantage, don't nobody want to come here and play in this cold weather, this altitude, and you know the defense flying around making plays. We got the two crazy white boys in the middle going. <laughs> nobody, ain't nobody trying to see that, man. I just hate that we we didn't 
seize the opportunity. Yeah, so staying on the topic of like the defense's mentality, I heard you say quite a few times, you know, the defense and the defensive line in particular, you got to go to a dark place on the field. Um, lot, some people are kind of confused by what that means. What What do you kind of just, is it like a switch that you immediately step onto that turf and you just completely go to a different mindset when you, you know, you're rushing the passer or whatever it may be? Um, Cole Dixon brought up uh, dark side uh, OTAs and we didn't, we didn't know what that meant. We was just, it was just dark, break it down dark side. Then he broke it down what it meant. And then it slowly gravitated to the linebackers. And then it went to the secondary. And that's thing you know, everybody's dark side. I think when we say dark side, I say you got to go to that dark place. It's like how I'm talking to you right now, I'm Deshaun. And I think DJ said it too. Like when he talked to people, he's David. When he get on the field, he's DJ. And I think that's, a prime example of that, like when you get on that field, ain't nothing nice. Like if we gotta like talk bad about you, we gang up on you. It's like it's all of us, uh, us eleven on this defense, and it's against you. And we ain't playing fair. We don't care what it is. You know, um, we gonna fly around. Hell, we might hold somebody up so somebody come and get hit. That's just what it is. Like it's like I'm being nice now, but I'm on the field, <laughs> different guy. Like I'm, I don't want like. Ain't no kiki and no high high with nobody. If you're not like, if you're not wearing that navy blue and orange, I ain't rocking with you. And I think you can see it on the like how we play. If we play like a big family, like you mess with one of us, you gotta mess with all of us. And that dark side, it 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 showed. Um, and like I said, that's why that's why like man, this is the first time I actually played with a like a bunch of guys. Like we all was like family. Like it started in OTAs. We hung out with each other. Um, we, we knew each, like we met each other families, um, everybody on defense, know my, know my son, they met him. So it was like family. We went to, uh, coach Dixon house a couple of times at eight. He opened his door to us. So I think that's how I show and I play. Like we just all one big family. That was good. Um, I want to ask you, you know, you know, you're a part of the defense alignment group and everything like that. You know, when, when Bradley Chubb got traded, you know, what was the reaction? You know, like, how did all you guys feel? Because I, I know Draymond Jones was pretty, you know, he was, you know, pissed about it and everything like that. I just want to know how that was, you know, y'all hearing the news and everything like yeah, that. Yeah, um, I don't speak too much on that, but, man, it, it, it hurt. It hurt a lot, man, because we was in London. So it's not like uh, you get traded. Um you you back home in the states and you know you can move how you want to move it was we was out to eat um it was me dre dj k1 uh j sims k jack uh pretty much the whole you know whole defense dark side whatever the case may be and then um we could tell something was wrong with them and we knew um like we know the business like like i said if you don't know this business you'll be blind by a lot of stuff, but we know the business. We knew it was rumors and it was just a teetering. They'd be, are we not going to do it? Are we going to do it? Not going to do it. And you could tell um, his mentally, you know, he wasn't chub, you know, he was worrying about it a lot. And then um, when we was eating it, he got that text. Then we see his face just, and then that's when, I don't think nobody ate after that. And I think everything just like life set in. Like it was like our brother's gone. Like one of our brothers is gone. So if if you can put any pictures up or whatever the case may be, that that um that Jacksonville game, everybody wore the uh the one patch for Chug because we knew that was the last game. 
and um, it just hurt, man, just because, you know, Ch we seen Chubb go through a lot of adversity um, being hurt. He had his first full healthy year, and he was on a rampage. He had, oh, wait, I think he had like five and a half sacks. Um, he was, you can see he was the, the, the Chubb that everybody drafted him. Yeah. Just playing the run, rushing the passer, playing with that energy. You know, loving the game. And then I think having Randy, Barron, Coop, those guys, you know, they just it just pushed everybody. Like I said, he was yeah, it was like, like a lot of people don't know them stories, but yeah, they just see, oh no, they have no nah, that like that hurt. Like when he got that text and we saw his face, it was like, All right, forget football. This is one of our brothers, like, man, like he's gonna be up and gone leaving. And then, you know, he got paid, so you know it all it all worked out, you know, um, for the best for him. You know, um, he went to the playoffs, um, had a huge sack fumble. Um, but, you know, it's just the, the walk past that locker and he's not there, it it, it, it hit um, when we got back and just to see, like, damn, like, 5-5 five, five ain't here. And I think – and it affected the coaches, too. Like, you could – like, the coaches was, was pissed. But, like I said, it's, it's the business, man. You got to do what you got to do, so – it, it all worked out. You know, he got paid, and, you know, I think, you know, the Broncos got the picks uh, that they wanted. So, you know, it worked out. Yeah. Um, so kind of talking about, you know, free agents, trades, and whatnot, what what is kind of um, – let's let's talk about Draymond first. What, um, you know, I know that's one of your really good friends, you know, you, uh, DJ Jones, Draymond Jones. Um, what, are, what are you kind of hearing about Draymond Jones um, and potentially staying here? Um, I know some people are saying that, you know, since Bradley Chubb was traded, he's more on the side of leaving. Um, I, I, I personally, I don't know too much about it, but what are you kind of hearing about uh, Draymond Jones uh, and his free agency status? Um, nothing really. You know, we talk, I ask what his head is at, you know, just to see how things are going. But, um, you know, um, he wants to stay. Now, I can't say that he wants to stay, but he also knows, like, it's the business, you know. Mm -hmm. um, he wants to get paid like a high caliber D tackle, like he like he should be. You know, um, Dre is a one in a lifetime talent. Um, I tell him he can be. I tell him he could be like AD or be even better. Like his style, like his play, he's just disruptive. He backfield somehow, some way. So, um, like I said, man, I hope he gets the money that he deserves. Um, either it's here or somewhere else. You know, you would hate to lose somebody like that, especially. Um, what he didn't put up these past couple of years, but um, no, nah, he wants to stay. But like I said, he also knows the business, so he's not gonna be like he's gonna take less, you know, just to stay because you know you only get so many cracks at this free agency. So you gotta do what you gotta do, man. But um, it'll work out how it's supposed to work out. This here or somewhere else, man. He get his money, which I hope he does. For sure. And so, um, what what do you what is kind of your situation right now? Um, have you and your agent, the Broncos, kind of had any talks or um, how's that going? Because, you know, certainly I can't I can speak for all Broncos country. We all want you back here. Um, no. You just had the best season of your career. I, I wouldn't see why we wouldn't bring you back. Yeah. Um, no, I, um, I had a meeting with George uh, a couple of days ago and, uh, you know, it was a great talk. Yeah. You, know, you know, he asked me, do I want to stay? And I was like, hell yeah, I want to stay. But, um, <clears throat> you know, some things is just not in, in my control, you know, um, yeah, I know that they don't, you know, whatever, whatever they got going on, you know, they got to share the wealth because, like I said, it was, 
it's it's hard this year, man, because a lot of people bought out on one year contracts. And you know, you got Alex, you got me. Um, I don't know how Josie wants to restructure his contract because he bought out. Um, you know, you got Dre, you got uh, shoot, you got K Jack. You know, there's so many people, mm-hmm. and you got the offense. So it's like, I know how things can go. Um, me personally, like I love Denver, man. They took they took me and my family in, like like I'm a true Colorado one. So man, now we love it here. But I just know I'm not. I would I would disrespect myself if I took anything less because you know I have a son now. So um, mm-hmm. I gotta I do. And I asked, you know, me turning thirty. I'm not your typical thirty uh, defensive tackle because if you look, if you think about it, I didn't start playing until 2020. So technically, I'm really just not getting off of my rookie deal, and my body's holding up great. Um, like I said, I, I don't see no declining in my play. I only get better with age. So you know, it's just one of them things, man. Like it's tough to be in, man, because I love it here. But like I said, it's not up to me. If the numbers are right between my agent and you know upstairs guys, we'll we'll make it work. But um, you know, I'm just going in this off season just. You know, working out, hanging with my family, and just see how this goes, man. So I'm not going to stress too much about it, but I do. My family and me would love to stay here, but it just has to be right. That's all. Yeah, um, you know, I 100% 100 agree with what you say. You know, man, you know, you you got a um, son now and everything like that. You know, that should be your priority. You know, you got to think about him. And, you know, don't don't take anything less, you know, even if Denver tries to, you know, lowball you or anything like that. Uh, I just want to say, um, you know, if you don't stay in Denver, man, I, obviously, man, you're going to kill it wherever you go. Um, but, yeah, I, I would love for you to stay in Denver, man. But if you don't, man, and, you know, things don't work out that way, I just want to say, me personally, I wish you the best and everything like that, man. I, I, I really hope you kill it, man, for real. Dude, no, I pretty man, like uh I can say, man, like being here for the past five to six years, man, it's been nothing but man, love, man. Like I, I love the city. Man, I just love this organization. Like and I and I want it in in me so like so bad to change to get it back to the winning because like I said in one of my interviews, I know the history of the Broncos. When people up Denver Broncos, they be like, Oh, they gonna win. And like I said, we ain't been doing that and like like you said, man, it's just one of them. It's just one of these organizations that you would love to play for, and there's so much history and so much winning, and you see all the greats that come back, and you can be like, I can be like that one day, and then you know we've been putting up some BS these past couple of years, man. I just hope somehow we can change it, and I want to be a part of that. But no, nah, man, I just appreciate everybody, man. Like um, this year, man, the fans been great. I know it's <laughs> each team they, they pack it out, they pack out mile high. And we just appreciate it, man. We know it ain't been what it's supposed to be, uh, what it's hyped up to be. And uh, we appreciate everybody, like each and every one of y'all, man. Like me personally, mm-hmm. I appreciate everybody. Yeah, I really, I really hope you do get the, you know, money you deserve. Um, you know, uh, congratulations, you know, on you know the baby and everything, and hope everything goes well. Um, obviously, congratulations on, you know one of the best seasons of your career, the best season of your career, um, you know, plenty more to come. Yeah. You got, like I said, you got your two biggest fans are here. Um, love seeing you, you know, ball out, you know, wherever it's going to be, we're still going to be, you know, keeping up with you. Really appreciate you uh, coming on t- uh, today's episode. Do you want to add anything else before we uh, cap this one off? No, I, mean, I just appreciate y'all having me, man. Um, like you said, um, 
Man, I appreciate I appreciate y'all, man, for real, man. Like from the bottom of my heart, dog. Like it's nothing but love, nothing but love, genuine love, man. I, you know, I just try to go out there each and every Sunday, man, each and every off season, you know, just to put on the show for y'all guys, man. We know how much, you know, everybody that's a Broncos fan love football, you know. Um, no, I appreciate y'all, man. Like I said, I'm never. Even if I'm here, I'm going somewhere, man. You know, you still DM me, hit me up, whatever the case may be. Um, nah, man, I just, uh, appreciate you having me on your show, man. Um, seeing you, you know, your page growing, you, you got a podcast and everything like that. That's dope, man. Y'all keep doing it, y'all. Appreciate y'all work. Appreciate yeah, uh, you, brother. Yeah, uh, I just want to ask you one more thing before you go, man. Uh, what, you know, you personally is your favorite game, you know, since you've been here in Denver? Uh, my favorite game, I probably say, was the. Um, I probably say the the uh the twenty twenty Chargers game. We came back and won. Okay, that, that was that was that was dope. Uh, because it was, it was just one of the things that don't even look at the clock, and it was hard not to. Cause like, damn, it's like it's like eight minutes left. We down by twenty one. I don't know. In the third, I'm like, I don't know. Back. Then just slowly, bit by bit, bit by bit, bit by bit. And we like, okay, shit, we down by seven. All right, get one more. And then that one, yeah, that's for sure. I'll probably say just because, like, the COVID year, we played with a bunch of guys that, you know what I mean, no disrespect was like, we don't know who the names were on that. Man, we went out there and won. But um, that's one on my price say for sure. Um, And then if I had to top that one, I'd probably say um, the same frame. That's okay. that same friend game was and and the way how we won, you know, um it was yeah old school game like 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 one of them nineteen nineties throwback, you know what I mean? Defense was just going back and forth, tick for tech, like and yeah, I'd probably say that that's my one A, one B. If I had to choose though, probably the same friend one because <laughs> Yeah. So it, it was a dope yeah. game. Yeah, I tell people all the time, defense literally won that game. I mean, it came down every single drive, and then P.J. Locke closed it. Yeah, um, yeah I appreciate you coming on today's episode. Uh, you know, really uh, appreciate you taking that time out, time out of your day. I uh, wish you the back, uh, best of luck on your offseason. Hope hope appreciate you're back in Denver. Um, uh, as always, um, th- thank you for watching uh, today's episode of uh, the Broncos Avenue Podcast. Make sure if you're listening on YouTube, uh, hit the like button, subscribe. If you're listening on Apple, Spotify, Podcast, make sure you follow, have notifications on so you never miss an episode of the podcast. Uh, plenty more interviews to come and uh, you know, plenty more uh, episodes in the uh, foreseeable future as the Broncos are continuing to look for their uh, you know, next year head coach um, coming down the line. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode uh, with the Broncos defensive lineman Deshaun Williams. Until the next one. Peace. Peace. Appreciate it.